Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. To the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about loving yourself through your anxiety challenges. And I smile when I say that because it really is something that we need to do that we often ignore. Actually loving ourselves through these challenges we have in life and anxiety being one of the big ones, right? So I want you to keep it In the self-compassion arena, have some self-compassion. I think you would have it for other people. And I think that it is probably easier to give this to others than to ourselves, but it is definitely needed. And it is a part of the healing equation. It's essential to remember that you're not defective. As we talked about in the last episode, that there's not something wrong with you if you regularly experience fear and anxiety. It just means that you need to pay attention to what's going on and make the adjustments that are required so that you can live in a more peaceful and calm state. It means that you have done a a lifestyle or had a single event happen that flipped you into that sympathetic nervous system in a way that you don't easily fall back into your rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system. That's all it is, is there is a problem inside, something happened, things got derailed, and this is the end result. It is not a defect. It happens to so many people. And depending on what kind of lifestyle you have, what kind of events you have in your life, it could be something that happened uh, a long time ago or just recently. Again, that's very individual, but there's nothing to be embarrassed about. There are many factors that contribute to fear, such as biology, your biology, how you are built, your genetics, what was passed down to you, right? How you came into this world, what is your genetic makeup? And again, the experience, I just mentioned it, your experience over the long term or a sudden event, a sudden experience that flipped you into that stressful place, your environment, the world that is around you, everything that is happening in your environment, even down to the toxins in your environment. These are all stresses on our mind and body. You know, the brain is not a separate part of the body. It is part of the body. And it is a 
very sensitive, very hardworking part of us that needs us to pay attention to it. And it's sending us signals to the body and the body is sending signals to back up to the brain. And by the body, I mean the other senses, the pain that we feel, the emotions that we feel. These are constant feedback loops that are going. And our mind, our thinking mind plays a huge part in this. And so how we are thinking, how we are feeling is informing our brain and body what to do, how to respond. Our current circumstances can play a part in whether we are in a fearful state or in a calm and peaceful state. And our family history, the more that we learn about this, the more fascinating it is to me that we actually pass down things even before the baby is in utero, in the egg, things are passed down. That's why this seven generations, it makes so much sense because they're finding that things that are passed down are passed down even before you could even be thinking of having a baby from your grandmother, right? Because it was in the eggs in your grandmother who made your mother who made you. And it's amazing that we are all this connected to each other, to our family history. So don't be hard on yourself. What is there that you could have done? Have some self-compassion. See it as just what is right now. These are the cards you have been dealt and now you have to deal with it, right? This is These are cards you get to play in this life. You didn't ask for them, and maybe you didn't do anything to get these cards. It, look at it's biology, genetics, experience, environment, current circumstances, and family history. Not a lot of those had, did you have choice in. So any one of these things can cause you to feel afraid. It's not as though you're choosing to be afraid because you like it. So no reason to be embarrassed about having fears, anxieties, and stresses in your life. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So in light of all of these many factors that contribute to fear, the biology, the genetics, experiences, environment, current circumstances, and family history, I want you to be compassionate towards yourself. No matter what, just try it. Don't try to deny the existence of your fears or act like you have it all together. Accept and love yourself, fears and all. If you're unwilling to accept yourself until you completely overcome your fear and anxiety or until you completely stop even venturing toward the wormhole, you'll be perpetually unhappy. The reality is that fear will never be completely absent from your life. This is so important to remember. When you can grasp this and actually make this kind of idea part of your daily life to understand that fear will be there in various forms and to varying degrees. Even the most courageous people in the world feel anxiety from time to time. They get ramped up. This is a physical thing that happens to us. If you want to overcome fear, you must have the courage to first accept yourself as you are. Own your story. Own the factors that cause fear to rise in you and own the actions necessary to still those fears. And that's the kind of stuff we've talked about in so many of our episodes, what we can actually do to bring us back into our parasympathetic nervous system. And one of the big stressors in life is not accepting certain parts of our lives. You know, even having been in like, let's say an accident, like a car accident, we can try to put it in a box, like separate it out. Okay, this thing happened, but that's not part of my real life, my regular life. That was just something that happened. And we try to put it in a box and pack it away. It's then just stored in our subconscious. It's not really gone. When we can accept difficult and even scary events in our life, we can then integrate these into our life, into our life story, and not need to push it down or push it away or deny it. In that way, we can actually have our life, all the pieces come together. But when you're trying to box up this one part and put it away, maybe it was a bad relationship, maybe it was a a bad financial time in your life. Maybe it was an accident or an illness, but we cannot just carve it out and put it in a box and shove it away in a closet. It will 
be in your subconscious. And let me tell you what happens with things in our subconscious. They tend to bubble up at the most inappropriate times. This is where all of the times uh, that people say, I had some anxiety come up out of the blue. Nothing was going on. I wasn't thinking anything. I wasn't in a stressful situation. It came up out of the blue. Where that came from was not out of the blue sky. It was out of our subconscious. That's where these things are all stored. Our entire life is stored there. And all we need to do is to pay attention to it. So if it bubbles up again, that's your opportunity to take it a moment with it. You don't have to spend years with this thinking about it or dedicate a weekend to it. You just take the moment when it bubbles up to acknowledge it, to remember what is that I'm feeling anxious. I I get it. This is what it is. Label it, be with it. Maybe there's a memory, maybe not, but give it attention. Have some self-compassion but don't deny it. Don't deny the fear. It's come from somewhere. And when we can do this, we begin to ease our reactive nature of going into fight or flight, going into the wormhole, and then getting hard on ourselves and making it even more challenging, more frightening, and harder to get out of. We can accept ourselves. We can love ourselves, warts and all, difficulties and all, challenges and all. And this can be very, very freeing. Consider some places where you may have boxed up, packaged nicely and put even a little bow on it, some events or feelings or challenges or emotions, people, right? relationships. What have you boxed up and tried to put away in a dark place where you don't have to pay attention to it? I want you to think about it because this would be a good journaling exercise. It will give you an opportunity to just remember and maybe something will bubble up. We don't have to be afraid of it when it bubbles up. It isn't something falling out of the sky, coming out of the blue. It's already with us. We're just getting an opportunity to see it. And with that opportunity, we can actually free ourselves by being able to be with it for a moment. Sit with it. It's okay. A scary feeling came up. Isn't that interesting? Right? We don't have to add more fear to it. We don't have to push it away. We don't have to turn it into something we like, like unicorns. No, we can simply see it in a detached manner of, isn't that interesting that this feeling has come up? Be kind to yourself, as kind as you would have been if you had a friend who was describing this situation to you, something that the feeling they were having, or a fear that they were having, or an anxiety that they didn't know where it came from. Be as kind to yourself as you would to your friend or loved one who shared that with you. So ask yourself, consider again where you may have boxed up some events or feelings or challenges, and how can you begin to make peace with these? And I say it's by being with those feelings, even just momentarily. 
The more we do this, the less we're afraid when something does bubble up. And the less we are afraid, the less that we have to hang around the wormhole because we're not caring so much anymore when we feel off. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. But when we become afraid of it is when we take that dark trip down the wormhole. We begin to not care so much when we can see that they do come and we can make peace with them and be self-compassionate. And I want you to know that this takes courage. And I know you have courage because you have anxiety. And so every day, if you are anxious, you are living your life with courage because you do go on. It does take courage and it will also set you free. And now for today's quote. I now see how owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing that we will ever do. And that's from Brene Brown. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.